people welcome to another episode of the weekly canon podcast episode 85 you're joined with your new host it's your boy gids um yeah ade he's he's not around no more he's not around <laughs> he's decided he's got other commitments he's out here what's he doing lads what's, what's your boy doing he's getting drunk on yeah, a sunday drunk, on a sunday yeah on a sunday he oh. does that he does that anyway but yeah the show must go on so yeah i'm your host today and i'm joined with the usual lads in steve and ife and we've yeah. got our, yeah, like Ade said last week, you're not really a special guest no more, my guy. We've got our our counterpart, Jordan Humphrey. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, so lads, um, football, a lot of football's happened this weekend. Um, I think I want us to start with, I want us to start with the Man United Liverpool game, I'm not going to lie. I want us to start with that. I want to talk about the Premier League first. Obviously, there was another big game on today, but... This was the big one for me. This was the big one because we learned a lot about two teams today. And um, yeah, guys, I guess you watched the game, right? Yeah. No, I didn't watch the game. All right, Steve, obviously you watched the game. So like, talk me through what you saw, how you felt, how you assessed the game, your analysis. Um, first 15, 20 minutes, I was impressed with Liverpool. They started very well. Normally... Going to Old Trafford, you know, we could we could um, object to it. It's very hard to get that sort of rhythm because the atmosphere can be quite daunting. Not too many teams go there and start to start well, but Liverpool really good first fifteen twenty minutes. Um, after that, obviously United's uh, players started dropping like flies, quite a few injuries, and you expect Liverpool to go and capitalise from that. So to see the reaction. That we got in the second half, oh, I thought it was poor to be honest. United were United were already depleted with um no I wouldn't say depleted because obviously they're missing Matic he's a big player for them and they're missing Martial big player for them Lingard as well who's been excellent since Oli's taken over and then they've got Herrera that's gone off the pitch and then you've got Rashford that won himself who else went off the pitch Matter Matter as well. You expect Liverpool to go there and capitalise, you know, and, and uh, you know, a title-winning team, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, they're going to win that game. They're going to win that game. I have to agree. I have to agree. I thought, I thought, do you know what? I have to give credit to Manchester United because they are very well-drilled defensively. Like, they know how to actually defend. I was watching Lindelof and he deserves a lot of my respect because he's very, very good defensively. He's always in the right place at the right time. And one thing I was thinking, when Herrera went off, I thought this could be trouble because he's that guy that, like, intercepts and breaks up play and, like, makes that foul just to stop them attacking. Do you know what I mean? Like, that dirty player that Man United always rely on. And he went off and they brought on Herrera and I thought, okay, this could be mad because you've got two inexperienced centre-mids against Fabinho, Henderson and um, Wijnaldum. And I thought, okay... (laughs) Liverpool, this is you now. This is you. This is this is what you're gonna show us what you're about. And they didn't give us anything. And I think I think it just goes to show that like Liverpool still struggle to beat teams, good teams, 
that defenders are low block. They, oh, 100%, they yeah. Plan, they got no plan B. Do you, like, do you think that's what the problem was today? Do you, think, do you think it was a case of not having the tactics of the players? Is that what you put it down to? I no. put it more down to the players because if you look at their front three, it's very counter-attack, fast football orientated. Now, if you stop them from allowing them to giving them space and just blocking off all angles, you see, you see, you mentioned it in the chat, Jordan. When Salah is not scoring goals, he's awful. Literally, if you stop him from playing his game, he's not the greatest player. Mane, to a similar extent as well. Firmino went off, Sturridge came on. He's hardly had any minutes. He didn't trouble you guys. And to, for, personally, I thought you guys were comfortable. And right. Solskjaer said it after the game, David De Gea hardly made a save. Mm. And it's true because they were, you guys weren't really friend. Even though they had a lot of the ball and they were probing, nothing really was happening. I don't believe that... Yeah. Obviously, we could say tactically in the players, the personnel, they're not set up... They're not the best players to to break down a low block, fair enough. But decision-making, especially when it went wide to the flanks, you had overhit crosses. You had Mane trying to do one-twos, weren't coming off. I don't want to go, come across and say maybe they bottled it or they're feeling the pressure, but it's, it certainly looked that way because they weren't playing properly. That's what I can say. They weren't playing how Liverpool normally play. I've got, but I've got to be honest. I've got to be honest. Like I've got to, I've got to stick up for Liverpool a bit because... You look at the grand scheme of things here. Man, you, to go to Old Trafford and win, that's not... people. Teams don't do that. Team, like, a lot of teams don't do that. Especially if, you're gonna go, if you're trying to win a league, you, have <laughs> you, to. you go there and you win. You go mm. there and win, I'm sorry. Especially no, with how United were today. It's not like United had their best 11 out. The, the reason why I counter that is because we've seen under Mourinho teams, he'll go away from them and draw and he'll take you at home. And you can still win the league that way. I know there was a big opportunity today which was missed. But in the grand scheme of things, going to Liverpool and winning is not easy. Because we've seen Liverpool... Going to United, I mean, so yeah, going to United and winning, it's not easy. No, no, I agree. I agree. But circumstances today, for what the aspirations are to put make a statement, you had to win that game today. How it was set up, you had to win. Do you, okay, do you think Liverpool played poorly? Yeah, yeah. I did. 100%. 100%. 100%, yeah. That's shocked at what you saw. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I wasn't shocked because I've seen that so many times. But because of all the talk and because of how big an opportunity this was today, I expected a better performance. Because I saw this performance against West Ham a few weeks ago. I saw a similar performance against Leicester um, at home, and I thought, okay, right. Obviously, they got through those games. They didn't win. Got through that period. There's been a lot of talk. Sorry. I said even West Ham to be fair. Yeah, West Ham. They got through that. I was expecting a. Pro- it was a big game. I was expecting reaction. But I didn't get that today. I was disappointed, honestly. I don't think Liverpool are going to win the league. It was, even, it was even simple things like Salah, Mane, just they, were, they gave the ball away so cheaply. And um, like we say, when when Salah's not scoring, like Mane, I think, has got quite a lot about him. But even today, it just nothing was coming off for him. And awesome. when you try to put your finger on what it was, I know you said, Steve, you don't like to use the word like pressure getting to him and stuff. But especially... Um, at Old Trafford and in the second half the crowd being how they were and stuff it was loud and mm. I, I do I think I think it ju- it's just getting to them and I also think they've struggled away from home lately um, um, and maybe maybe that's what it's coming down to maybe uh, I don't know I, I don't know obviously they feel a lot more comfortable when they're at, even at home they've not been looking themselves but yeah. I, I think it's just the time of the year and, and obviously the fact that the fact that they could have gone 10 points clear if they'd beat C a few weeks ago and then today they were level on points with them. I think they just—I honestly think they just rattled, and I think it's affecting the performances big time. I think earlier on in the season, 
if they if this game had been like the tenth game of the season or so, I think it's a completely different performance from them. Mm. And they so they that's... had they had nearly a full strength squad. Like they didn't have any real injuries. And I think also, I think it was quite poor from Klopp in a sense because he played with two DMs, like starting Henderson and Fabinho against our squad being depleted like it was. If I think you've got to go, I think we're there for the taking today. You've got to try and win that game. And no, I, think I don't think. I don't think that's fair because if you think about it, he didn't know Matic weren't going to play it. And if you have Matic, Pogba and Herrera in the middle of the park, that's that's a formidable midfield. No, but you wouldn't know Matic want um, travelling with the squad. And then obviously once once you're like, obviously you don't know McTominay's starting until the, the, the team sheet comes out. But then even even after how the first half went, even when Herrera went off, I thought half-time, come out second half, Shakiri instead of Henderson that's what I was saying and he finally made that change after like the 65th minute or something I think that should have come sooner really but I've, I, 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 like I said I think we were there for the take and I don't think he went for it but like, do you not think these these are the type of games here where you can go through and it can go horribly wrong like he, I think it got to a point where he realised that maybe a point is not too bad if he goes toe to toe with you guys and he took an L that's for me the title done not done but it's like the morale, the talk, it's going to be mad. So he, I think he realised that a draw cannot be an option. So of course he wants to win. But if it, if he can do the best to stop you guys from scoring, because obviously you guys are still a good team. Let's not forget, there's still Lukaku, Rashford and Alexis that can all score that were on the pitch. Of course, yeah, Alexis is not in the best of form, but you give him a chance, he's scoring. I don't even know about that, but, you know. I think he is. He, he scored against our, like, he, he will score if he, get, if he gets the opportunity. Personally, I think so anyway. And obviously, so, Klopp, Klopp still thinks that. So I think, I don't know, man. I don't no, know. No, but the, the, the thing is, how many times have we seen Liverpool this season play with two DMs? It's usually either Fabinho or Henderson. So to play them both, that's not something they usually do, which is why I think... they. To be fair, in the big games, they do. They play that free in the big games. I remember Henderson, against and, Henderson and Fabinho? Henderson, Fabinho and Milner or Widge. What, they did that against City? They did that against City... And I remember they took off. I think they took off Henderson, didn't I they? Could, I can understand against City. I don't. Have they done yeah. it any other time? I Did know. it against Napoli at home? Did it against Napoli away? Did it against PSG as well? Okay, fair enough. Yeah, he's he obviously he, he likes them free. Like, so I don't want to say. Yeah, I say dogs. They are dogs. I see them as workhorses in midfield. Yeah. He loves them. Yeah, obviously he's being cautious to some extent. Then in that case, but. Which I guess is fair enough, but I think the way the game went with the three injuries, I think half time he should have made a change then personally. I think I think they should be disappointed with not not the way the game went, because they were poor, they probably take a point, I guess. But I think at half time, if you'd said to them, like take a point, I think they would have wanted to try and go for the win with how the injuries had gone. We had a midfield of Pogba, McTominay and Pereira, like like what is that? Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> I think they should have done better personally. I think I think you I think you're giving your team maybe a let. Uh, I rated Man United today. I'm not gonna lie. They got, they earned my respect in terms of how I realized how good they are defensively. Like not even attackingly this time. Just how well you was able to contain Liverpool. And I think Liverpool probed, but it's one of them ones where it's hard to create chances at Old Trafford as well. Because I even remember when City went there. Um, when did City go there? Was it last season? Last they, November. Yeah. Had their, their goals were waffle, I swear. Set pieces. Set pieces, yeah. yeah. It's not easy to go there and literally break you guys down unless it is from set pieces and stuff like that. I, and, I agree with you. I think we defended well, but do you not think they were poor when they had the ball? 
that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there were. There were. Gina, I can't even like I said, with with top teams sensing danger, like we take it back to um the thirteenth of February, PSG come to Old Trafford. Martial and Lingard go off at half time. Second half, PSG come out, okay, we need to step up. Bang, two goals, game's done. Exactly. That's what top teams do. They smell the danger and they kill the game. I'm telling you, you've got to take advantage of these situations. We were without Matic, Herrera, Martial, Lingard, Agarth, Rashford was pretty much, he was, he was very, you could tell he wanted himself. Like, that's, that's one of the best times you're going to get to play us. Like, and you're going for the league as well. Yeah, to be fair, that's, that's very true. That's very true. I've got to agree. Yeah, they, they had to take that game. They had to. If that, if that was City today, that could have got so hot for us. That could have been (laughs) three or four. Do you know what I mean? That's where the levels kick in. That's why I think City will, will comfortably still win this league, but it's levels, isn't it? No, with, with the Man United-Liverpool game, I think because it's a no-no, there's not really that many talking points, but I think the fair assessment was United showed fight and Liverpool showed that maybe they just might not be good enough to match City. Yeah, I think so. I think in this point in time, how good City are, it might be hard for Liverpool to win this league in this period, but any maybe any other time in City are not this dominant, they, this result would not be bad because I can't think of a time of going to my United away and drawing and we're thinking about a missed opportunity. But it just shows that the levels of which they're competing with is just too high that these are the opportunities that they have to take. So in that instance... It's the end of February and Liverpool have lost one game. It's uh, nuts. It's nuts. But they've drawn six. And it's recent form in particular, like, it's the fact that now, the, it, that's the thing, they've lost one game, they've been so good, and then, what, the last six games, the, the proper took a dip. And, yeah. that's, and it's this time of year, this is what the worrying thing is for Liverpool fans. Yeah. All draws in five games. It's not you good you can defo tell about how, I was saying to Steve earlier, like, you look at the pundits, you look at Sunes Carragher, the way they're talking. I feel like that they're trying their best to sort of keep everything like on the down, like like just being like, yeah, like I mean, you'll take a draw at Old Trafford. But before the game, Sunes was saying like, I think we'll win. Like he he was up for it. He knew we were there to be to be beat. Um, but I feel like them two are good examples of of how they're a bit concerned with how things are going, but they're trying to keep the positivity going. Do you know what I mean? And not not yeah, he lost that his way in it. Sunas lost that his way for smiling. I think he knows his days are numbered, you know, because that's not the first time he sort of snapped at the presenter. I feel like, do you remember the time where I think Alex Scott said low block and he was like, what does low block mean? <laughs> really? I think he just knows like he's finished. Like he's just tires passing him by. Wait, when did that happen? Was that was that long ago? That was maybe two, three weeks ago. Alex Scott, Scott was bro, like, oh, bro. Oh. It, it, that's what it is then it's not that times, it's not that he's worried he's, it's, it's this whole Liverpool top of the league thing it's you think so? it's but, and he's, been, he's been rattled with the whole Pogba thing like yeah well I think there's deeper meaning to that I think he's got some kind of personal problem with Pogba but <laughs> we won't go into that but in terms of in terms of getting rattled on air like he is doing about when it comes to like Liverpool and stuff I think I think he's just sort of like every other fan I think I think he's just they're that desperate to win it I just think it's getting to him. I really do. Yeah, you can't, can't be like that, man. You're meant to be a professional. Like, you yeah. can't be losing it. Like, like he like that. Yeah. Or, or, like, obviously, we didn't see, we didn't see the guy's facial reaction, but Bro. the way he, like from what he was looking like, he threw off and lost it. 
Bro, like you throw for lost it. I couldn't believe it. We're talking about what Sunes has done, right? This fixture this time last year, what happened? Carragher spat at a kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, it's these guys You're actually right. Brilliant, man. Oh yeah, because they lost to the United 2-0 in that, it. That's what it, it was after this fixture. Oh my days. Wait, no, I'm actually deep in it. He spat at the kid. Oh, because it took the tune. Oh, my God. Right, why did he it? What would make you spit at somebody? Like, you're driving a car, bear in mind. Somebody's giving you stick. You, you put, you're driving a car, okay? You put your head out the window and you spit into another car. Do you know how mad that is? Oh, wait, I'm like, do you know one of those things? He saw the camera. It's not like he didn't, he didn't know there's a camera. Like, he saw a phone facing him. And he actually like, and the thing is, like, obviously, I'm not going to condone him. But say, but say, if he said something personal, you could maybe see why he'd do it. But he didn't even say anything personal. He literally said two nil. He literally hey, said two hey, nil. Hey, I'm actually deep in it, Jordan. I think you're actually onto something, bro, bro, bro. This is a long behaviour. Second half, right? Commentary was obviously Gary and Jamie. Jamie said, "Fuck." He, sorry, he barely spoke. <laughs> second half, man. He he. He was sat there. He's they're crap. But why are they like? Why are they like? They shouldn't be like this. Because it's been twenty eight years. It's been so. It's been thirty years almost, man. Thirty years. You know how long that is? Not won a league. Nah, yeah. This is this is big stuff. Like imagine they're probably proper Liverpoolians, so they know what it means for the city. They need it. They. It's been too long. It's a disgrace. I can't. I can't wait until they lose it, man. I can't wait. Oh. Mate, oh. catastrophic. It could get because I'm actually deep in it. Like the way Suna snapped, the way Carragher's out here and Fleming on kids, like these stuff here where they're not taking the opportunity, it causes them to lose their brain cells because that's nuts. Yeah, that's nuts. He lost it. He lost it. Yeah, as we're talking about people losing losing their crap, let's go on to another fixture today. Um, Carabao Cup final, <laughs> Man City Chelsea. Um, first of all, let's let's talk about the game because. I'm not gonna lie. I think Chelsea they were really resilient today. They they put in a performance. I, I think they did. I think they deserve so much credit off the back of that six 0 defeat. Playing them again so soon after, and to not concede to take it to penalties like it shows a lot of character. I think um, Sarri switched it up a little bit. Obviously, he stuck with the same four three three, but he, he put Hazard in that more sort of false nine kind of role, which we, he doesn't obviously look great in. But I think they dropped deeper this game obviously when they lost 6-0 the other week they were um, trying to press them higher weren't they yeah they were saying from the start like it looked like they were trying to go toe to toe and and trying to like get at them whereas today I think they showed them a lot more respect sat back sat off them um, and didn't allow them anywhere near as much space like towards their own area so I think they deserve credit really for getting to that but what happened towards the end of the game was just madness I think I think Hazard was exceptional yeah, he was. He, he, he was. I know he, he don't like that role, was. but the runs he was making in behind, like ball retention was insane. Even just manufacturing chances, like he ran like fifty yards, sixty yards, cut it back to Kante. Kante, Kante, Kante he should yeah. at least got on target there. Yeah, like, Hazard, Hazard was trying to make things happen. Yeah, and he was like that in the United game. Um, on Monday as well, like just trying to make things happen on his own. I, to be, I, to be fair, even like even Kante, I, I think Kante had a very good game. Yeah, I think they all perform well. I, I think I've, I like, and I, it's it's what's what I find weird about it as well is, after watching that game and seeing Kante, I think he can play that role, but I just feel like he can play that role as long as the other pieces 
like can do their job. So like if like obviously the left side of midfielder like help like help like kind of has a, actually it's it's weird because like. I think they need the left. They left. They need the left side of midfielder to be more of the box to box, and then Kante can do what he was doing, but just in the less box to box role. If that makes any sense at all, I didn't really get that. I'm not gonna lie. Like, what do you mean? Because like, okay, like, because because the, the way the way the way I see it, in terms of like personnel, obviously, like with Napoli's their midfield, they had Jorginho, Allen, and Hamsik, and then obviously at Chelsea they've got Jorginho. And I kind of see Kante as having the kind of Alan role. Like Alan was the more gritty, along a lot. He was the more gritty, more defensive-minded midfielder alongside Jorginho on that space. And then Hamsik was the more the correct. He was the more like creative hub, like kind of helping Jorginho keep things ticking. So I feel like if they have that, then like Kante can do that. But because at the moment it seems like Kante is is like Jorginho's having that DM. He's doing his normal role, and then like Kante is the one that's trying to make things happen and like get into the box and that's obviously that's not really his game like that yeah I just think I think with regards to that I think obviously Kante is the type of player that he's going to do what he's asked he's going to try to do it to his best of abilities but yeah. I think he's 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 only going to be good at that what we were seeing with him in, as a DM was world class was one of the best in the world he doesn't look like one of the best players in the world for me at, at this current time but I know he definitely still is but he's just not being played in the right position. And I just think it's just that simple. That you put him where he where he should be and you'll get results because he's done it at two different clubs back to back seasons. So what what do you what do you when you say put him where he should be, do you mean what drop back ten yards or sat sat just in front of the I, I genuinely just think I just yeah, I think it has to just be in front of the back four, in that middle in front of the back four. Because this is this is like a debate we had when I came on a few months ago and Steve, you and Ade were saying that he wasn't a DM. Like that one I, I don't think he's a holding midfielder. No, mm. I think he's like a roaming centre mid that breaks up play. So, what, do, do you not think that's what he still is now, or do you see him as a more forward centre mid now? Yeah, I see him as a like. I see him he, when Chelsea have the ball, he's looking to make runs in behind the opposition, and that's not really been Kante. I don't, I don't want him to do that. I think you can get someone else to do that. I think it suited him today playing. How how Chelsea played like an extra ten yards back, just playing a bit deeper. I think that suited him because he was more behind the ball rather than firm forward. Because he did have a good game today. Yeah, I do think Kante was a DM. Like he was a deep midfielder. Like you can't tell me he was that just a normal CM. He played in a two. Didn't no? Did he play with Matic behind? Yeah, he played with Ma- he played with Matic. And then Fabregas, well, isn't it? Because he was breaking up play from deep and laying it off, and then they will counter. Yeah, yeah, but. It's not like when they had the ball, he was receiving the ball from the back four and starting attacks. You know what I mean? Yeah, that wasn't happening now, but he was always just in front of the back four, though. Literally. Yeah. Sheer guarding that back four. But I get what you mean. He wasn't your conventional DM, as in he was yeah. just only situated but, there. Because the debate is that he should be in Jorginho's position. I don't think that should be the case. I don't, I don't think that's the case. Does. I don't think he can. He can't do what Jorginho does. In terms of starting the first phase of play, getting things ticking, I don't think he can do that as well as Eugenio. He doesn't need to do that, though. But that's what people are, people are saying. You should play Kante in Jorginho's position. I think you can play Kante in Jorginho's position and he doesn't need to do that. He doesn't really? need to keep... Under system. Oh, no, yeah, the system. Yeah, the system. Wait, he keeps things ticking left to right, left to right, switches the play to the but, wide and back I, again. I think under Kante... Under Kante that was his position. 
He kills in a two though with uh, Matic. Uh, that, 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 that was what that was what Matic like. It's weird like with Kante. He Kante was deeper than Matic. Kante was definitely deeper than Matic. I don't think he was. He was deeper than Matic. I don't remember too. I've got to be honest. I don't remember. Do you remember like, the, 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 like the Kante I remember seeing was like he was almost he almost had kind of like a free and he was he was just everywhere around the pitch just winning the ball back. And like, like literally, what 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 I remember Kante about what about him was literally I remember it's like win the ball back pass, win the ball back pass, win the ball back intercept pass, intercept pass. I didn't I didn't I never really saw him like dictating play like that. No, he went dictating play. Or, or or like or like keeping things to, or running the, running the tempo of the team. And, no, and that's what I didn't really see from. He was never doing. I'm not disputing that he was never doing that. But I don't believe you play in that position position means to do that. I don't think so. I don't think Chelsea ever had a player that was doing that. Under Conte, when Matic and Kante was there, they never had a player that was keeping things ticking. Or that wasn't their style. It was just straight back counter attack. So there was none of that play side to side, keep things ticking. That's not how they played at all. I mm. think we just had a player that was just deeper, that was just winning the ball back, and Matic was just playing in the middle role. That's 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 what I that's how I remember it anyway. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah. So, so like so so like, what do you guys make of this whole Kepa situation? No, no. Let's like, let's talk. Let's talk about the game first. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> They're hungry, like. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you make of City's performance? Because me personally, I, I was quite disappointed what I was watching. But do, do you know what? Yeah. Do you know what? I'm I was not a critic with City. I always expect. Do you know what? I was I was looking at it. Yeah, and I was I was I don't know what the word is. I don't know what the word is when you're like you, you can. Like obviously we're so accustomed to City doing madness and scoring goals and that, but I love a team that is able to adapt when a team is not allowing you to do what you're comfortably known to do. Because I'm sure City, Chelsea done their homework. They realised that, yo, that 6 0 is a disgrace. It's not happening again. And Chelsea made it uncomfortable for them. But I don't think they made it that much uncomfortable for them where City were completely poor. Now, City weren't their usual self in terms of how they were attacking, how fluid they were, but they were still relatively in control of the game for large parts of it. There were times when Chelsea was getting into the game and Chelsea were in control and they looked like they were going to score. But overall, over the 120 minutes, I thought City were, were the better team. But they weren't just like exuberant how we're used to seeing City. And I just, for me, it made me give them so much more credit because it's not all the time you're going to be able to play how you want to play. But mm-hmm. to still be able to still be in the game and grind that result and take it to penalties and win... You've got to give credit because at the end of the day, it's a final. All that matters is winning. The performance is not important. You just need to grab that trophy, get the conference and go again for the league. So I can't I can't lie, I kind of disagree with that because I think second half I think I can agree with you with that sense in that the first half, like the first half it was more even, like it was like both teams were kind of like trading blows. But I think second half it was more or less all it was more or less all Chelsea. And then obviously like obviously hmm. City still I, I, obviously like City still had their chances, but I feel like if um, if Chelsea were if Chelsea were more like were like more efficient or better in their decision making, they it would have probably wouldn't have to go to extra time because obviously we had them. They had the dribble. There was that clear cut chances that made you feel like oh, Chelsea should have scored. Apart see, from see, that- see, see, that, see, that's what I mean. That's what I said. Like they were, they, they were, they were, there were things where like if they made better decisions, they'll have like it would have been clear-cut chances like um like the Pedro one when he was when he was on the byline and I don't know like I don't know what he's I think I, like, I felt I felt he either should have shot or but I think he like he tried to he tried to pull it back and it was just like it just it just it just wasn't it just wasn't a good ball and then obviously that like, they they got rid of it it was a Kante chance 
I think there might have been a Barkley chance or um, I'm well, I think no, I don't think it was. I think that's when he he, he tried blaze it. He blazed it from thirty yards out or something like that. But I don't know. To, for me, that personally, in the second half, I felt like Chelsea that bet like bet, bet like better decision making. It, it most likely would have it most likely would have led to like a, a better chance, um, like a clear cut chance. So that's that's why me personally, I feel like Chelsea the second half they played better than like obviously in one hundred and twenty minutes. It kind of felt like both teams were a bit tired and like there was like little chances here but no one really created anything like that uh, yeah sorry you're gone I've got so many like question marks with Pep go on I, I think he's amazing obviously I'm a massive fan but like Kevin De Bruyne I feel like he's proper like shoehorning him into this team I don't think he's playing well he's not been his level since he's come back mm, yeah I don't that's, like this temper you've got to remember but why do, you think, why do you think he's shoehorning him? Because it's not like he's changed the system. It's just KDB. Like There's no one else in that squad like him. Yeah, but that's... It, it no, as a, as a, sorry, sorry. My question is, like, what do you mean by he's shoehorning him in? Because like, it's more or less still the same 4-3-3, Fernandinho no, there. Then obviously that... I feel like ben, Bernardo Silva has been great in that position this season for me. He yeah. don't, but he don't want to... Before he was choosing sort of more between Bernardo Silva and KDB... Yeah. Now, now he don't want to drop silver because he can't, but he wants to get KDB back in there. Yeah. And I don't like Bernardo Silva. I know he's a winger, like Monaco Daisy was a winger, but I like him in that sort of in between the lines. When KDB went off and um, Sane came on, you saw Bernardo Silva picking up the ball in between the lines. Not necessarily making things happen, but it was causing great concern for Chelsea. So the way I see it, it's a final. KDB sit, KDB plays. It, it, yeah. It, yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. But the last like, few weeks, I've been thinking, ah, oh, KDB, you've not. Oh, I don't know, man. You feel has he had a really good run of games? He's no, he hasn't. It's not since he's been back. For me, watching City, I don't feel like he's been at his best. But that makes sense. Obviously, he's had two injuries. He's not really getting. To be fair, he, he didn't look great today. Like he wasn't. He was. He wasn't doing his usual in terms of he was misplacing passes. Like he would try switch it or play a long ball. And there was a couple of occasions where it just go flying over the guy's head and he just wasn't quite judging the distances right, which makes sense because he's been out for a while. Um, and which is probably why he came off in the end. But it, it's it's just a case of, like you say, see, I think he's trying to shoehorn him in right now rather than maybe playing what would make more sense to have Sane on the pitch. Well, I don't know. It depends. Another thing is, I wanted to ask you guys, I was thinking about it. Um, Sane, he predominantly plays him on the left. He's very one-footed, clearly. He wants him as a left winger. Do you not feel like he could play Sane on the right? Of course he can. Why doesn't he? Because I think they're very, their play is very much on getting to the byline of cutbacks or some sweating. He plays Sterling on, Sterling's great on the right with that, but he plays Sterling on the left too. Don't you think it's more a case of he wants to get Bernardo Silva in there and, and that's the only position he can really put him when he's got KDB, Silva and Fernandinho already on the pitch? Yeah, I guess so. He's only got so many spots for that. He's got so much quality. I think yeah. that's the problem. Do you, know, do you know what it is for me? Yeah? The, like, the kind of best way, like, obviously it's, it's, like, it's very harsh, but like, what I, what I think what I would probably do if I was Pep is, I think I think I'll drop um, David Silva instead because... Obviously, like David, he's he's still he's still he's still quality, but like I feel like the drop between like David Silva and, and De Bruyne wouldn't be Bernardo Silva and De Bruyne, and 
like obviously like I said like it's not really fair but obviously they're they're, they're the younger players like they're, they're essentially the future of City so you don't want to like unsettle one and then one like potentially wants to leave so I'd say just play it like just play them both and then like try like re- and then reduce I think that's too much yeah? of it I hear your point but you can't, you can't drop silver. <laughs> you can't. And, 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 I mean, that's the, that's that's the thing. Like they all like all the things. All three of them, they're three bears that you just can't really, just can't really drop. But like, I don't know. I think that's what I do. This is what Pep wanted. He wanted this headache. He wanted these players. So he's got to work around it and understand that if it goes wrong, there will be people will ask questions. But today, we've got to give it to them. Although it went uh, the best performance, they won the game and they got the trophy, and that's all they needed. It wasn't mm. about performance today. They just needed to get this done to focus on the Prem. Now, if they had lost, that's when it will be peak because obviously morale picked themselves back up, this and that, but they won. They're celebrating right now. So they, now they're going ahead for Wednesday or Tuesday to play West Ham. And that's how it is. The Carabao Cup was never an objective like that. It was just the springboard for more success. Just quick, just going back to what Ife said, I think one of the... I think in terms of personnel issues, I think Mares is the player right now. I think Sane sort of isn't happy but he'll understand his role and how how things are going but I think Mares is the one who's probably looking at it and thinking like you, you can tell when Mares gets subbed on when he comes on the pitch I feel like he tries to do too much because he's got like 20 minutes sometimes City are comfortable by that point and he's, he's got to try and prove himself but he's the guy right now who will be looking at it and thinking like I don't know how I'm getting in this team well he should have known this I think it's so disrespectful. Yeah. I think it's so disrespectful to Morris, you know. It's disrespectful at all. I think he should have known that the team had just won the league and you're getting signed. Did you think he was ever coming in to sign, replace Sarnas to Ferland? Steve, when what... you when you say it's disrespectful to Mares, who do you do you think he should be starting? I think if you're playing uh, Sterling on the left, no, I don't think KDB should be playing. Actually, he has to play. Oh, it's a headache. It's a headache. Thing, I don't think it's disrespectful. I think it's like Gid says. I think he knows what he's getting himself in for. When you go to that club right now, you you see the players they've got. You, it's like Gundogan. Like it's, he starts, he starts for United. He starts for most teams, yeah. but he has to accept being on the bench. No, but Morris isn't like touching the pitch most games. He's not coming on at all. Yeah, easy. Mm. You have to understand. Bernardo Silva is also ahead of him in the pecking order. And the, mid- the midfield's already I don't hard. Think he should be out wide as a winger, though. I think he should be as a ten, or as that centre midfielder. Have you heard the way Pep talks about Bernardo Silva. So, have you heard the way Pep talks about Bernardo? He loves Silva? him, isn't it? He loves him. He loves him. So, there's yeah. something that Bernardo Silva does for Pep that I don't think a lot of players in the team do. So, I think Bernardo Silva has special treatment. He's got he's got an incredible engine. I'll give him yeah. that. Yeah, he's he sound. He's yeah. He's he's brilliant. Yeah, you think about it. So. I said he's got everything. He's got, he's yeah. got everything you think about, so. Should score more goals for me, but... Yeah, well... Right, um, so, yeah, to the game. Yeah, if you, you, you mentioned um, Kepa. You mentioned... <laughs> yeah, like, Kepa, uh, Ariza Balaga, like... Would you, would, I, would you guys make of it? I'd like... You know... I think, I think, I, I, you know what I think? I think it was all a massive misunderstanding that got out of hand and then... I think I think listening to what Sarri had to say afterwards and listening to what looking at what he was doing on the sideline, he was sort of telling Carriero to get ready. Then he was saying, "Okay, sit back down." Then he was getting angry. I think he felt undermined to some extent, but I think Kepa put the doubt in his head of right which keeper because I think he'd made up right. Kepa's Kepa's injured, which is what he's thinking. You need to go yeah. up. You're injured. I'm going to bring on Carriero. Then when Kepa's saying actually no, I'm not injured, he's like he's made up his mind, and then. 
Kev was putting that down and he's thinking, well, if I take him off now, because the whole, the thing was Sky Sports were like building it up and saying like about player power and they were saying like, yeah, what do you do in that situation? How do you get him off the pitch? And and Jamie Redknapp was like, well, I, I say like we don't carry on playing the game until he comes off. It was never a case of that. Sarri always had control in the sense that he could make the decision. The ref came over and said to him, what do you want to do? And I think it was more a case of he was second guessing himself. He was doubting himself because he was thinking well, I want to bring Caballero on, but if I bring him on now and he fucks up in the penalty shootout, then like I think Kepa put that doubt in his mind, which is where the problems came from. But it came, it started from confusion because he thought he's injured, he needs to come off. Then Kepa was like, no, I'm all right, I can carry on. And I don't think he realised. And then when he did, it just... It, it, you know what, Jordan, I actually fully heard that, yeah. I fully actually heard that because I didn't even think of it like that. But when a manager told you to come off you and come you off. me saying, no, I'm not coming off, Get your ass off. But this like, is the thing. I don't. I don't think Kepa. I don't think Kepa was stood there saying, "No, I'm not coming off. I'm not coming off." I think he was like trying to say to Sari, "I'm fine. I can." Ca-. I think it's yeah, that. I can carry. I can happened. carry on. That's what happened. He said to him, "No, I'm fine. I'm fine." Then after he was at, they, they made the decision. No, you're coming off. And then he yeah, actually started. Nothing was up on the board. Like he actually got subbed. It wasn't even like they were talking about should you come off. He got subbed. He, yeah, like Steve said, the numbers up. So at this point now, you can't dispute it. Yeah, throw your gloves off. Take the tantrum, sit on the bench and be angry, but you cannot tell me you are not coming off when your number is up. That yeah. is where it's the line. But I think you can see, though, Sarri obviously had doubt in his mind because if Sarri wanted to, he comes off if he wanted him to. Kepper has not got more control. If, if Sarri says to the referee, yeah, he's coming off, that he has to come off the pitch. But the ref specifically said to him, what do you want to do? And he looked back and thought, and then he said, and then he sort of just went, all right, stay on and carried on. And I think it was... I no, think it, then, okay. Nah. If if that's the case, then why did he lose it? Why did Sarri lose it off? Because I think he felt, I think he felt undermined, like it all. Yeah, he was. And then you could see he was sort of telling Caballero to ready up because he was like, right, once we get to full time before the penalty starts, you're gonna come on. And I think he, I think the pressure right now on him is so crazy, and I think it, it just got to him. And he just lost his head. And I don't know why he didn't. Well, I do know. Well, I don't know for sure, but I think he did intend to still bring Caballero on. But then he thought, well, now if I do that and he goes and messes up, I should have left Kepper well, in the can't, You can't, sorry, you can't bring on a key point when it gets to finish off. You can't make no subs. No, I Pardon? Oh, right, yeah, sorry, yeah. Once on. the final whistle goes and it's now into finish off, you can't make a sub. That's no. why if you guys remember in the World Cup, they subbed. But remember when Van Hal done that substitution yeah. to I don't think it would ever have been the tactic for Caballero to come on, though. I don't think that was ever the plan. I think he just thought, okay, he needs to because he's injured. And yeah. that's where it came from, the, the yeah. confusion. I think it's just the principle that if your manager told you to come off, you can't then say no. You, like, no, I'm, 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 I'm looking at the video right now, and he's not even coming on the humble. He's he's throwing, he's throwing his arms up doing that. He's saying no, no. He's like, no, wait. Like, you you can't, man. You actually, you honestly can't. I can't, I can't, I can't like, you just, you can't. 90,000 people, Wembley Stadium, national TV, you can't, you can't do that. It's actually a disrespect. Kepa, like, I don't like, think like, he Kepa, meant Kepa, maliciously, he, he, though. Huh? Huh? I don't think he meant it maliciously, though. I, I don't think he did either. Initially, I didn't, but then when I saw the wink after, I thought, no, this guy's taking a piss. <laughs> wink at the camera. So why are you winking? What's that? Do you know? It's, it's I, this- I think I think Kepper was thinking this guy thinks I'm injured. This guy wants me to come off because he's injured, and he was he was. I think he was just like, I'm not injured. I, I can carry like, he, he, like, he, he, he was get. You can see he was getting upset. You can see he was getting upset because obviously it's a thing where like 
he 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 like he, he and it's fair like he wanted to stay on. He wanted to stay on. So it's, it's probably his first ever final as a as a professional player. Yeah. He wants to be able to. He knows he's going to penalties. He backs himself. Obviously, he's he's a confident player. Like he's got confidence in himself. So I can understand like he wanted. He he did not want to come off at all. So I can understand. But at the same time, when at the end of the day, when the manager says like come off, you got to come off, man. You know the worst part. He has to save Aguero's penalty. Like oh man, yeah, I couldn't believe that. I yeah, after everything, like after all that. That was awful. Yeah, it's nuts, man. I want to know. But what the thing, the thing that, but yeah. the thing that, the thing worries me now is like, as that, as the, I think for me personally, if I was the Chelsea board, I would be, I would a bit be a bit worried because if, if a man, if you could see your manager is telling the player to come off, and first of all, like this player, he's not even like an influential player. He just, he just came in, he just came in the summer. It's not like like maybe if it was like a David Luiz or or, an, or Hazard or like or or someone like that or um um as or as Bilicueta, you can like maybe see like it would be hard. But this is a player that's just come in like like six months ago, and he's and he's he's like outright in front of ninety thousand people refusing to to listen to what the manager says. Like it's got it's got like it's, it's got it's got worried it's got worried the Chelsea board a little bit, and it's I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't I, like. It's going to be interesting to see where Chelsea go from here. I don't think it's that deep. When I think about it, I don't think it's that deep. I don't. I, I, and the manager's come out and said it's not even that big of like it was yeah. a misunderstanding too. So. I honestly think if Sorry wanted, if Sorry was hundred percent, I want him to come off. He can, he can make that decision definitely. I think he just had the doubt in his mind, and then he was second guessing himself, and he just said, "Screw it!" In the end, stay on. I think that was what it was. That's right. Well, but. You don't you don't say screw it and stay on and then lose your rag like that after and walk out of the stadium as if to I say think you're he felt like a mug. I think he maybe felt like a fool. I think he just it was such a bizarre situation and it it all sort of got to him. But I think he didn't know what to do. He lost his head. He lost his head completely. So you don't think you don't think just see what happens next uh, match if he if he starts, then we'll know how he feels about it. Yeah. I think he will start. I think he will, but yeah, I agree. So what? So what do you guys think about? Sorry, like, is he is he a dead man walking? Is he staying, or what do you think? No, I think the performance was great today. Mm-hmm. I think he's got to stay, man. Especially given this transfer ban that they're going to be getting. Sorry? He's got to stay. You know, given yeah. given this transfer ban that they've got coming up. There's no good bringing in a manager that's gonna want to put his stamp on it and bring in his. Like you've got to think about Sarri's brought in a couple of players now. He's got Higuain, obviously Jorginho, and you've got to think if another manager comes in and he's not going to be able to bring in any of his own players, is he? He might. He might be able to get them. Play the way, better. The way I see it is when your fans are turned on you and they're singing F Sarri ball, they don't want you there. That's already a problem in itself. When your players are not playing to their best potential as well, that's already a problem in itself. When the results on the pitch is not going well, that's already a problem in itself. They're not being competitive against the big teams neither, which Chelsea usually are. They've got Spurs as well. If they lose that, that's a big problem too because that's their fear, fierce rivals as well. So I don't see what argument you guys can bring here for why Sarri should stay. I get the transfer ban. I get that. But at the end of the day... Chelsea are a results club and a results business and if the results ain't there they get rid of their manager nothing but, you can, but the thing especially this transfer ban that's that's why like I've actually thought about it with the transfer ban I actually think they might not be able to because who can they like, who can they bring in like, first of all what 
what amazing managers are currently out there apart from Zidane maybe and you don't you don't even know if he if he'd take that job and second of all like say if they don't bust case and they they're banned like it's it's gonna it's gonna be tight man it's gonna be tight like the, like what, the, what like they're literally the manager will know like they 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 they're coming into a situation where it is there's a lot against them especially considering no, but, the fact that Hazard will probably leave. But are the players playing for this manager in terms of are they buying into his system? I'm not saying they're playing against them, but are, are they good this enough? This game they did. I don't know, but they did. To be I feel like this game they did, and I feel like especially with the type of players Chelsea have now, I think they 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 would they, they do want to play that kind of football because like, I, I, you can maybe make the argument it feels like the Chelsea of a couple of years ago when they had what the Lampards, the Terry's, like the Drogba's, they might not want to play this fancy fancy football. But like, if you look at some quite a few of their players, like you got a player like David Luiz who loves being on the ball. You got um, Rudiger who loves who he he seems like a defender that loves be, loves being on the ball. Obviously got Jorginho, he like he likes being on the ball. Kovacic if he stays, Barkley, Hazard, Pedro, Willian. I think I think all these players they're players they're who showing. like who like that kind of football. But they're not showing it. None of these guys are showing it or buying into anything to to, to suggest that this could work. Chelsea are sixth. <laughs> but I want two is two points though. Chelsea should be in the top three. They were... It was a three-horse race at the beginning. First 12 yeah. games in the one beaten. I think I was deceptive. Uh, Sorry? I think I was deceptive, personally. I didn't think that was a true reflection of how things were going, but yeah, I hear that. I just don't think they should be where they are, and I think a, a club like Chelsea should not be lying in sick. And if they lose the Spurs, they'll be further away from the top four again. So you think they second? I think Chelsea have to sack him because I've seen the power of changing your manager and how results can can just change. Okay, like, what about the future? Pardon? What about the future? Chelsea don't have a future. I don't know why people say this about Chelsea Football Club. They don't have a long no, term they've, plan. They've got a transfer ban coming. I think, they'll, I think they're going to overturn that. They're not going to. They're going to serve it. No, because they've done that before. They've actually overturned one before. They've had one Apparently before. Apparently they can overturn it. No, they, they, ser- they served it. Sorry, the girl, the oh. girl Kakuta one. Sorry, oh. Jet. Jay Hong, what'd you say? Apparently, apparently they, can, they can get it overturned. Is it not just they could do it for this summer potentially, but then. Yeah, they can have it delayed, yeah. but they're going to serve that ban. It's going to happen. Yeah, and then you delay it for this summer, get the manager in. <laughs> then you and then the what? What? When that's this guy messes up? It's not easy. Kids, look at this, yeah. Kids, look, look at this. Like, it's, it's, it's not a secret that they get. It's not, it's not a secret that they get a transfer ban. You think if they if if they over if they appeal it, so they get it for this, so they have this summer to make dealings. Do you think? Do you think clubs are going to play nice to them? Play, clubs are going to say, look, you're like this is the only window you can use for the next year. You're either paying sixty mil or we're not selling, and they'll have and like. They're, they're either gonna have to pay, or they're not gonna, or they, or they're gonna have to lose, not not get the player. It's it's not it's not that simple. Either way, either way, yeah, the way I see, either way, Chelsea are pissed. With Sarri or without Sarri, Chelsea are pissed. But what I'm trying to say is, these players are not playing to their best best ability as a team. I don't think they are. So I think they need a different manager to come in with different perspective because this is clearly not working. Chelsea are sixth. Who? Who? What? Who, what manager? Yeah. Yeah. I think they should go back for Jose Mourinho. Oh, right. Listen to me. No, but you, you know what? In terms of like, it, it's such fine margins. They took them to a penalty shootout today. If they win that game and they win the League Cup, obviously that starts a bit of positivity. And then, you know, whether they can get going. But in terms of Chelsea and how they are, it, like you say, there's fans singing like negatively against them. 
I saw on the camera today when he was fuming on the bench and stuff, you could see Chelsea fans like shouting towards him and abusing him. And there's obviously a lot of discontent and you think like it could, I feel like he could turn it around. Like you never know how it's going to go. But at the same time with Chelsea being like, yeah, I, can't, I know what you mean. Like they're not patient. So it's. Do you know how stupid this is? Like if you think about it, Chelsea have gone and seen what Sarri's about at Napoli and thought, yeah, we won that. We want to sort of emulate that football. They must know this isn't going to take 10, 15 minutes to click into... Um, oh, it's not going to take 10, 15 minutes. Process. It's a, and transfer windows too. Well, hopefully yeah. hopefully, yeah. this is just us speculating and hopefully Roman Abramovich has a different thought in mind. Hopefully he's not planning on getting and he has took this into account. But there was talks that apparently he was going to have a meeting with the board earlier. Was it last week or this week? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which would suggest otherwise. But you'd like you say, that surely they've looked at it and they've thought these things. No, no, I don't, I don't, I don't believe that for a second. I don't think Sarri's getting any special treatment. I've seen guys like Ancelotti get the boot. Guys like, um, but that was ridiculous. Ancelotti should never have been sacked. He should never have been sacked. Even the guy that won the Champions League, Di Matteo, should never have been sacked. I thought that was... Yeah, they 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 should have given him the job. He should have got the permanent job. Obviously, he had to. Obviously, he had to because he won it, but he should have got the job. He should have got the job, but if he's been given a job and you sacked him in November, that's a violation. And then cool, they sacked and um, Conte as well. Actually, Conte's one, maybe. Conte was to get sacked. He was begging to get sacked. I think that basically, I just feel like there's so many examples of where managers have been sacked from Chelsea and reading treaty they shouldn't have been. So, what makes you think that a guy that's sitting in sixth is going to get any special treatment because he plays terrible? He's a dead man walking for me. I'm sorry, and I think rightly so. If I'm a Chelsea fan, I want him gone. But of course, I'm not a Chelsea fan, so I want him to stay, and they need to give him. Oh no, the transfer vendor, they got a transfer ban. Yeah, they're pissed. They're pissed. Okay. And I'm loving Let's let's move Wait, on. Arsenal, you know, you know Arsenal would love it if we got a transfer ban, you know. Cause they would save so much money that like, they like what are you talking about? Huh? No, no, Arsenal no, would love saying. it. I can't lie. They the board, Arsenal the would board love, it. love it. Oh, like, the board the board the board will slightly love it. I can't lie to you. Like it's just they're like, obviously they'll money. Yeah, they, I, I, don't, I don't think they'd appeal it. They'd actually they'd actually love it. Because it saves so much money. Oh, True. man. Anyway. Let's, 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 let's talk about... I want to speak about Spurs. Spurs, um, they lost yesterday. 2-1 to Burnley. Oh, yeah. And, uh, Football heritage, isn't it? It's mad because Pochettino lost his rag as well. And, um, oh, yeah, I watched that game. Did any of you guys watch that game? I didn't see it. No, I didn't watch it. I, I watched the game. I watched the game and... um. Burnley they're just a very good drilled side I mean Spurs obviously they were probing you know they had most possession and that but there was a lack of do you know what I've read something here and apparently someone said that Son like he he suffers as that being that guy when Kane's back in the team and then I was watching that Burnley game and he was dreadful like literally nothing was coming off where was he playing? he was playing as the front three of Son, Kane, Eriksson. So what was he central? No, Kane was the central. Kane was central. What, so he was on the left? Was it the left? Yeah, yeah, it was even one of them. I can't remember if it was left or right. All right, cool. So... But yeah, he was terrible. Oh, right, okay. What, so um, you feel like there's... You feel like like there's, what, something to that? When Kane comes back in... Someone suffers as a result. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm not sure. If, I don't have enough tape to go off that, but it could be, it could, it could be a, 
F factor in it. Do you think um, Burnley away at the minute with the form they've sort of picked up as of late, this is one of them games where it can happen? Or is it one of them where they was obviously five points behind the two leaders, big game, they should be winning this. Like, this is this is them sort of doing what they do. Is that how you see it? I don't always like to use that perspective of being like, Spursy and stuff, but I, I think they bought this. I, I genuinely think this this was an opportunity to be two points behind City, firmly in the title race. This is two points behind City with no game in hands, by the way. Mm. Literally two points behind. It's a massive game. It's a massive game, and no disrespect, this is Burnley. Like this is these are the type of teams that if you want to win the league or actually being involved in the discussion, you have to you have you just have to win, and to lose is just not good enough at all, and it just shows where. They are at in terms of this title thing. Mm. Me personally, I didn't ever see them in the title race. I didn't even think about them closing the gap on City before they went into this game. And when they lost, I thought, okay, right. I didn't think anything of it. They're going to finish further, I reckon, and that's it, really. I don't. I don't know why. Everyone... So I don't know why everyone wasn't thinking about Tottenham though. That that's bizarre. They're, they're not going. To, they're never going to win the league. Let's be real. They made. They made. They made zero transfers. They made zero transfers. I think it's not even that. That, that. Plays a big factor because their no, squad. Their squad isn't big enough. It's the position they've got themselves in. I, they're never. Re- People say Ireland the title race being within five points. I can understand why they say well five points is nothing. But in terms of an actual title, they're never. Cha- they're never in that race for the top two. They're just within position, but they're not realistically in it. Why not though? Because. They're not. They're not. They're not in it, are they? Levels, no, isn't it? They legit was like. I'm not. I'm not Spurs' biggest supporter, but I have to be real. They were legit in this. Like they win yesterday. Have they been top this season? Or no, even come close to being top. Yeah, of course they have. When? When they were two points behind C. Being top. Yeah, yeah, but Liverpool weren't that far ahead, were they? I don't know. I've never seen Spurs as a candidate, honestly. A genuine, I've never seen a, them as a genuine candidate, no. Fairs, fairs. But I thought I, I think that's a bit harsh to say that they were never in it because they were firmly in this. Like, they win yesterday. Mathematically, for sure. Yeah, but but, I never but realistically, realistically, is it ever going to become the end of the season that they're the guys that are winning it? Like, when you compare them against City and Liverpool, yeah, they're doing well. They're, they're similar. They're not far off in terms of points, but... <laughs> They're not their level either. They're not. They're not achieved. I don't know. But the thing is, what's what's different between Spurs and Liverpool? Why can we say Liverpool are firmly in it, but not Spurs? Because let's be real, both of them. This is both unknown territory for both teams, not history wise, but in terms of the current squad and the current players. I think Liverpool's consistency this season. Yeah, I agree, I agree with what you're saying because for so I I was sort of saying. Uh, before around even around December time, I was still saying it. I don't know why people think it's a title race. It's it's City all day long, but because of like Steve says, because of how Liverpool were consistently doing what they're doing, they had to be taken seriously. But Tottenham weren't too far off that either, really. But they were never like Liverpool were what, seven points ahead at one point. Like they they were taken to another level, really, to what Tottenham were doing at least. I think that's why you include them, but not Tottenham. Fair is. But I think I think it's the same thing. I think come end of the season, I think Liverpool will do the same as Tottenham. They'll they'll drop points like Tottenham did against Burnley, and City will just um, pull out in front. That's what I think anyway. What what was Pochettino losing it about? Because he lost it. He actually lost he, it. Yeah. A corner He's was a... given when it should have been a goal kick, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah, that was the first goal though, wasn't it? 
Yeah, it was the first goal. So what? Like they responded after that. It's like you know. What, yeah, what? it's just one of the, that's what I'm saying. It's the pressure, bro. He just wants an excuse. Like, of course, yeah, he's aggrieved, but he has to look at his team after they've pulled it back. I'll go back to the the, the incident that made you first of all and um, the ref for that because you've got yourself back into the game now. So you're in the ascendancy. You've got the momentum. Mm. So now, if you've let them get back into the game, don't, when you look at Kane's goal, I don't know if any of you guys have seen it, but yeah. Danny Rose took that one from like five, ten yards further forward from when the ball went out. But he wasn't complaining about that. It's, it's just one of these things. Like, it always evens itself out in the game. He just has to take the pill and swallow it. He bought it. It went, you never, that's the, that's where, this is where um, pressure is, is so big a factor and maybe gets underplayed. But you never see Pochettino react like that ever. Like, when does he ever lose his cool? And it just, it just shows, like, he's feeling it as well. And, and that's when people do things that don't make sense. Like, Sarri today, like, people, after every game he's getting questioned, like, do you think, like, you know, they're going to be, like, looking to replace you, blah, blah, blah. It, that's when you start doing things that you wouldn't usually do, which you saw with Poch and you see, you see with Sarri and it, it just gets to him. But it makes sense. It's human nature. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that. We've all seen, we've seen all three of the managers this season, Pep, Poch and Klopp all lose their rug. As well. it's, Even it's, look it's, at Jose towards, Jose towards the end of his time. Like, the Seville game, the whole football heritage thing, like, these guys, you lose your head. Like, it's it's normal, I guess. Yeah. 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 Okay. But um yeah, let's let's talk about Arsenal. They won today in a two 0 comfortable win. Um I, I guess none of us watched the game because we watched the Man United Liverpool game. Yeah. But there's not really much we can really speculate on that really. Um it was the game that we had to win. We won it. Yeah. We won a clean sheet as well, because we've kept like was it two this season? Yeah, I think that's our third all season. Oh, where is this? Oh, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's talk about Champions League. <laughs> What's your... I, 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 I hope you It's such a joke. Like, every time you're at Arsenal, I just feel sick. Honestly, it's such a mess. It makes me sick. I saw the highlights, yeah. I think, who was it? I think it was Steven. Some bang average centre-half clicks a long ball forward. Yeah, and, the and first minute. Ball. What are you doing? It was, it was the first I'm... minute, innit? Yeah. Simple well. long ball. I could play that long ball. And what? He could have got an assist. Are you joking? And it was like five minutes into the game. Oh, was, oh. let's move on, man. Was, oh. man do, do you know what? I, I, like I said, I'm, I'm a big supporter of Emery. And um, I just feel like... I just wanted to say that. I don't know why I said that. It's got no relevance. But I just want to let the people know that I'm a big supporter of Emery. I'm willing to back him this and I'm happy he's won today I'm happy we're still in the top four I'm happy currently we're fourth yeah and we just keep my on top what day is and hopefully we get the done we'll see how that goes Harry Kane's back your connection's moving nuts mate yeah. I did not catch that I swear I don't yeah so, so, yeah try again try say again well, what did you man here said you're a big fan of it, you, said about top four. No, you said about top four you said you think you'll get top four yeah no I didn't say I think we'll get top four I said we're in the top four so I'm happy with that and um, yeah we just keep marching forward at the end of the day the achievement was to get top four that was our target we're in the top four currently if we just miss it I'm not going to be very angry 
but at least we're in and around our target. And I think at the end of the day, we have to accept that like Liverpool are in and around their target of trying to win the league. If they don't win it, it doesn't mean that Klopp should be out. And if we don't get top four, but we're, we're challenging for it, I don't think we should be out because at the end of the day, it's a transition period and we're doing our best. I know we don't, we're not happy with it and we don't want top four, we want more. We have to remember, this is a new manager and with our current state of squad, this is just how it is. This is literally just how, how it's got to be. And Steve, you're shaking your head. I want to know why you're shaking your head, bro. There's so much work to do, man. In terms of recruitment, there is, there is. We've got so much rubbish in that squad. Like, and we're not going to spend the money to resolve that as well. We're not going to get the bodies in to make step forward. It's worrying. It actually worries me. But, but this is why I, I give I give props to Emery because I look at the other teams in the top six here. I look at Man United, for example. They have like six quality forwards. Six. Yeah. In terms of Rashford, um, Martial, Lingard, and then they've got Mata, Alexis, and Lukaku. Now, they can interchange them through, and that's still quality players. We yeah. don't have that luxury. We have to play Awobi. We have to play Mkhitaryan. We have to play Lacazette and Aubameyang. And that's it. And then you've got a little Dennis Suarez. I don't, I don't even know if he's good. And then that's it. You've yeah, got man. no one else. That's, that's terrible. You just forgot about Ozil, man. Come on. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Do you blame him though? We don't play. Oh on a part time contract. That's mad. My manager's on bounce for that. Oh. Yeah. And yeah, let's move on. That's going to get me mad. Let's move on. Let's move on. Can we talk about Champions League, please? And VAR? All right, go for it. All right, so I was watching the Atletico versus Juventus first leg. And I've got to be honest, I, was, I felt sick to my core. There were some decisions that I couldn't understand were being flagged up by VAR. Some things that were being allowed to go forward with in general gameplay. And then there were some things that, it, you know, it just didn't make sense. Jay Hump, take it away, because I know you have a lot to say of VAR. Nah, I, um, well, did, did you guys see the Atletico Juve game, yeah? Oh, oh yeah. I didn't watch it if I'm going to be honest. Have you seen the highlights? Yeah, I've yeah. seen the highlights. Did, you know the first goal that got ruled out when Morata pushed yeah. Gilly? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a foul, though. That's a blatant foul. What do you reckon, Gids? Well, pushing him. He do pushed you, him, do yeah. You think, do you think it was a foul? I didn't think it was a foul, if I'm being honest. He pushed yeah. him, though. See, I, I didn't think it was a foul. It, it, it was such a light push, though, bro. Like, in fact, he put like. You, but the but the thing is like the, okay the reason why I think it's a foul is without that push do you think he's getting that free he, he's not getting a free header it's it's Chiellini he's not getting a free header there I don't even feel like it was a push though he like put his hand on his back and like used him as sort of like a bit of a guide for some momentum and and Chiellini just sort of threw himself forward like, that's that's he, that's the game man that's like, like, how, like how, how many how many times like okay do you know what that do you know what it is that's like the defender that's like the, the defender's equivalent of like when an attacker feels contact in the box and they don't they don't necessarily have to go down but they go down and they win the pen that's that's literally that's literally the equivalent like it's 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 one of those things where like if like if we like Jamie Vardy like like he like he's he like he like he's he's an expert at doing uh, he's an expert at doing that like when you see him do that you'll be like yeah it's it's not you're like yeah technically it's a foul but it's 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 a bit harsh I think I think it's the same thing because right there like like and the thing is, you also got to look at Keeling is like running with momentum. When you're running with momentum like that, and he like he's not, he was a bit off balance. Even like a, a, a light push like that can actually 
could, could put him to the floor like that. And I, I feel I feel like if if like if if Murata didn't put his hands on him there, yeah, potentially he could get the header. But I feel like I'll back Keenini more to um to win that. I don't think he's getting a free header without that push. So I'm I'm happy with that. So you know, being honest. you know the thing is the reason why I ask is it, you can debate whether you think it is or not, but I think more importantly, regardless of that I think um, VAR like it's it's how and when they use it um, um, because a situation like that is subjective. Like me and Gid said, it wasn't a push. You think it is, Steve? You said it was. You said it wasn't, didn't you? No, I think it was a push. But like it, maybe, like maybe if he's right, like it don't matter. But I just think. I think I was saying, Steve. I think the game should just be played as it always has, and the ref should the ref should referee the game as he would, and it, make his decision. So when he's looked at that initially, he don't think that's a foul. He said goal. Carry on. I think VAR. The the definition for using VAR is a clear and obvious error. Yeah, and but then if, sorry, but then but then in like in 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 what you just said there, I think that's one of the perfect perfect decisions where VAR has been VAR has been used. So. Obviously, the referee saw it. He maybe thought it's not that much of a foul, but they. But like, obviously, the thing is, it's not like like they blew the whistle or anything. So obviously, it happened. The goal went in. They've obviously they've said it is. They've said in his ear, look at it again because we like we think it could be debatable. The re, like ref ref has looked yeah, at but, it and now he's right. actually and now, now and now he's actually seen it in like in like in slow time and, and he's actually seen Morata's hands on his back and pushing him. He's thinking, okay, you know what? Like if like he said, if if like if he had saw that. More clearly, he would have given it a foul, and then they ruled it not a goal. So I've, I've, no, I've been. I've, this is the thing. Like I, I have to, I completely disagree when you say like this is the perfect scenario. I think the perfect scenario when VAR should be used was in the um, uh, what game was it when? Oh, when Hernandez handballed it for West Ham. Did you see the uh, West Ham game uh, yesterday? Friday. Yeah. On, on Friday, sorry, when Hernandez handballed it for the first goal, he put the ball in the back of the net with his handball with his hand. Yeah. That's the perfect time to use VAR when there's absolutely because it's clear and obvious when there's absolutely no debate, when there's no subjectivity between what people might say is or isn't a foul or a handball. That's when you should use it because there's no arguing. If you've got a scenario whereby two people in a room say it's a, a push, two people say it's not. That's where I think you have to not use it and you go with the referee's initial yeah. decision. But the thing this, but this, this, this is, but this is what I'm confused because I don't, I don't see how you lot don't see that as a foul or at least a push. There's definitely, there's definitely contact there. But it's there's, so there's little. Defi- like healing. Okay, 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 okay. Let's let's pull it. Let's 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 flip it around. So if in that situation, Ke- uh, Murata was the one running and we saw Kilini push him there, would you not say that's a pen? No, 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 not for the contact. I wouldn't. But I think I think I think that's and a this is why but... I don't think VAR should be used in this situation because you can debate it. You should only use VAR when you know either yes or no. Like Hernandez handball that should have been given. This one, just go with, let the ref ref the game like he always has, and VAR's in the background if he's made a clear error. If someone if someone goes flying in two studs and 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 the ref doesn't see it. And he's made a clear error. Like everyone could say red card, then you could say use it. Or if the refs gave a fucking second yellow to somebody, like when when he's you know when like Gibbs got sent off. That was it. Gibbs that got sent off, or it should have been Chamberlain or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just clear yeah. clear errors when he when he's done something and everyone can look at it and say you've made a mistake. That's when it should be used. Otherwise, if you can argue over it, just I go with the ref, ref's initial decision. Do you know what I mean? To be honest, I got to be fair. I got to agree with 
um, Jordan there. I think what you're saying makes sense because I think we're going to lose the value of what referees are on the pitch to do because they're not going to be making decisions anymore. It's going to be the people upstairs that are just going to tell him... No, but, this- but, but, no, but, but they are, though, because in that situation, the no, referee, he looked at it... I know they have the final like, I know they have yeah, the final yeah, yeah. but the pressure of him having to look back at it is going to play on his mind of whether he's missed something. Because remember... Then, then, he, then he, should, he shouldn't be a ref, then. Oh, but, he, sh- he shouldn't be a ref. Hold on, take time, take time. Let me finish. At the end of the day, referees are under pressure every single time. Yeah. Whether they make a decision right or wrong. So when once they get that call in their air that they need to look back at this, he has this he has this feeling in his head that you know what, maybe they've seen something that um that is wrong and I've done something wrong. So let me just go with their decision just to cover my back. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, and then and then I I I I I know I I hear what you're trying to say, but if that's if that's how they're doing it, then that's their fault. No 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 one's saying that no 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 one's saying that um, oh, that if um, someone told you to look at it again for free VAR or something like that, then you should have to change that decision. No, because you don't have to. I obviously don't have to, but obviously I'm, I'm saying that they they shouldn't they shouldn't they shouldn't think like that. They shouldn't if like, if, if, you, if you're gonna think if you're gonna think that, then you shouldn't you shouldn't be refereeing games. It's human nature for you to think double guess yourself when someone's giving you advice on something you may yeah. have. Like if someone's told me, "Hey, what you're wearing right now ain't nice," I'm gonna look in the mirror and be like, "Wait, is this actually not nice?" Actually, it might not be nice, you know. Yeah. Let me change. So stuff like that is what can happen to a referee. They can look at something and be like, I didn't think that was a fault, but you're saying that's a fault. Okay, let me look at it. Mm, you might be right, you know. I can see that. I can see them two hands on his back. No, you're right, it's a foul. But really and truly, in his head, he knows that if it was just doubted, he's not giving that as a foul. And it's just human nature. Like when people put doubts in your head, you change your opinion. And I think that's what VAR is gonna cause or what that's what it's gonna do. And I think in that case, I get what Jordan's saying. If it's not clear and obvious, then don't bring VAR in. Let the referee make his decision. Like Jordan said, if it's clear and obvious that this is absolutely wrong, then yeah. that's when it should come but in. Then, but, but the thing is, that's that's not... Obviously, that's why VAR is there, but also, VAR is also there to assist you in the, in, in those certain situations. So obviously, I I like, I, I agree, because obviously, I, I don't want to see VAR used for just any little decision. But when it's something like that, when it's a goal, like, obviously, like, like the, uh, that, I don't know, reason why... I think maybe if you didn't call it, it's because it was literally a snap decision. Like it, you like literally see a ball, a ball's coming in. You see, you see Murat, you see Murat head it in, and then like kind of keep, like Kielini's on the floor, and then like obviously the crowd, everyone in the crowd, they start celebrating. Like it's 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 it was, it was so everything happened so fast that even if like the ref wanted to like blows and say oh it's a foul, it, like he's, he's kind of in a situation where he could he couldn't have because literally Kielini's gone on the floor and and he's headed it in so. But then they brought in VAR and he was able to look at it again. Obviously, like I, I don't know, like me, just me personally, like there, yes, yes, there's the whole clear and obvious things. But a lot of the time in in life and even and in football as well, it's, it's everything's not just so black and white. There, there are there are there are some grey areas where like VAR could help to help um, could help to look at, it. and th- that's a situation that this this was a situation. Yeah, but bro, like so in this situation, right? If you've got VAR, if you've got it in the background, okay, so when that goal goes in, yeah. the, ref, the ref has to ref the game like he has. And he, he said, right, that's a goal, that's fine. If it, He should be doing that with like, that's, um, I, he should be making that decision as if to say VAR wasn't there. That's what I'm saying. Then in the background, VAR should be checking it. Now, if there was, I know there's three men in a room. If there was five men in a room and four of them are saying that's a push and one of them's saying, I don't think that is, he's arguing, then you've got that subjectivity 
that you're always going to have. There's there's only a few occasions in football where it's going to be black and white. If you're offside, you're offside. If a part of your body that you can score is offside, it's offside. If you look down the line, if the ball crosses the line with goal line, goal line technology, it's either over or isn't. Everything else is subjective. And if you've got four people saying, I think that was a push, and then one person saying it isn't, and then you could have another person saying, I don't think it is either, you have to just go with what the referee initially said, otherwise you're going to carry on arguing. Like, VAR, The things, I, I, hear, I hear that, and I agree with what you're saying, but I'd only agree with what you're saying if it was VAR making the final decision. But it's not, at the end of the day. And obviously, Giz, I heard, I heard your point, but personally, you're not like... Obviously, I don't know how, I don't know how much refs are... Um, as, yeah, and I'd, obviously I don't know. I don't know how much refs are paid or anything like this, but I feel like as a referee, in the, in those situations, you're like you're you're paid to officiate the game. Obviously, there's different tiers. You're at the highest tier of, of refereeing. You're you're refereeing a Champions League knockout game. Obviously, they've said look at VAR in your room. Like you like you should be able to say, okay, I'm going to look at this VAR, VAR decision, and I'm going to I'm going to look at the decision again. Bearing in mind what everything what everyone else thinks, I'm the one making the decision. If I feel like it is a foul. I'm gonna say it's a foul. If I still, if after I've seen it, I still don't think it's a foul. I'm gonna say that you like they, they you have you have you have to you have to be you have to be solid with your decisions like that. I'm sorry that that's obviously obviously, obviously I I get what you're saying, but that's that's how that's how it is. That's just just how, just how it has to be. So what? So so are you are you telling me now in like for you if someone was like to you oh um oh I think maybe you should go into this profession and someone else says oh yeah I think so as well. Are you gonna start saying oh you Bro. know what? Why are they saying this? Oh, you know what? Let me, let me, let me think about it. Oh, maybe I should. You're not. You're gonna, you, you got, you got to stick to your guns at, at the end of the day as well. Because you're, yeah, bro, you've you're, got you're the one making the final decision. When people talk about VAR, the key thing to remember is clear and obvious. And if, if we've got you saying it's a push and then us three saying it's not a push, it's not a clear mistake. Like, it what is it? What, be... what, so what, so what, what, none of you think is a push? No, That's... not enough for a foul. How is it not a push? Because he barely touched him. Did you see it in full speed? Wait, so you said he barely touched him? Yeah. So he touched him. You can put your hands on him. Yeah, but it's not a push. So, so what, what? What we saw, we saw from from when I saw it. He, you see, you see Morata running, and you see him go like that. Do you not see him extend his hand? His hands. Yeah, but bro, in full speed. Okay, 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 okay. okay wait, wait. There's no force to it. Okay, but let me let me ask. So one, we we said we you we seen him touch him. You seen his hands extend. You're basically you your your guy your like your guy's excuses is barely a push. Is that is that is that is that, is that, is that your argument against sort of it? It's like breezes off him. But it's 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 I think it's, it's still a push and and then plus again like like I said I can now I can now argue I can now argue certain things at, at momentum like 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 you, like you even see it sometimes players go down with like with a little bit of touches but when obviously when, when you're running at full speed or do something you don't even know like like it, it, it can be literally thing if you if you're running and someone touches you from like touches you from an angle that like you don't even know they're there you like you can you can lose you can lose momentum and you can fall so I, I feel like I feel like it is that in in that situation it is a push I don't I don't see I, I don't I don't get that I don't I, I don't get the whole the whole issue of where or how people are discussing this because you know you can clearly see you can clearly see that he's touched him you can see that Kalini's running and you can see he's not right it's not like he's running upright you can see he's kind of at an angle like this you can see he's getting touched and he's gone down obviously I can say yeah it's like it is, it is a bit harsh, but at the end of the day, it's still a push and it's still contact and it's still you a foul. You know what's, what's mad though, right? Okay, so that goal got ruled out. Then, um, what, 10 minutes later, um, Atletico go and score again, right? The ball came in the area. I don't know if you saw the goal. Morata pushed Alexandro, won the header. Then it hit one of the Juve players, fell to him and he put it in the back of the net. They looked at that with VAR and they said, cool. 
if you watch that replay back, Morata pushes Sandro just like he pushed Chiellini, and they didn't they didn't rule they didn't pull him up on it because it's subjective. They said that one wasn't a push, but the other one was. But it was. It might not have been as hard, but it was still another push. And that's where you just you shouldn't use it because if you can argue and debate it, it's not clear and obvious. Totally agree. Then, in, in, uh, then, then, in, if that's in that situation, then you got to say the referee got it wrong. If if you think there's a if you think there's a foul, then you got you got to call it. But then again, it, then I I do I do like, I'm not obviously I'm I'm for VAR, but I'm not totally on the bandwagon because like like you said. So what the push was like before the goal happened was before the goal happened, in it. Mm. So like you, so then, so that's like in a situation. This it gets a bit, it, it gets a bit more sticky because yeah, the push happened, but like, are you really gonna like bring it back just because like a push that happened at this moment when the goal was what like maybe like three four seconds later? So like this, I, I do, I do, I do get, I do get what you mean, and I do think I do agree with you that it should be clear and obvious. But I don't know, like for me in in the Mar- in the Morata situation, I think I, th- I thought that was clear and obvious. All right, let's move on because it's been dragging on. Um, in regards to actual result in itself, are we what do we make of it? Do you think Juve can come back and progress, or I think done? Sorry, I think I, I I think they can. Obviously, like I'd say, if there's one team you don't want to try bring back a two goal deficit against, it is Atletico because they they're built they're built for it. This is normal nature to them. But I would say like. Juve are one of the one of the few teams in Europe that have the like that have the personnel and quality to 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 come back from it. So obviously you've got um they've got they've got solid midfield. They've got they've got guys like Mandzukic who are good aerial threats. You've got obviously you've got Ronaldo who's, a, who's another good aerial threat. Then you've got playmakers guys that can make stuff happen like um like Dybala. You've got you've got Douglas Costa, a player who can you can instruct him to. Stay wide. He can beat a man with his trickery. Potentially win a pen. He could put. He can put balls into the box. So I do. And obviously Juventus are playing at home. So I do. I do. Fa- I do fancy. I do think they have a chance. But obviously, like knowing history and and and, and Atletico and Atletico, how they um how they move. I don't think it's in their favour because then I can even. I think it was. It was one of the times when they got to the final when they came up against Bayern and Bayern had to come back from a deficit. And obviously, like Bayern at this time, I think I think as well. I don't know if um, they still had Pep at the time, but this is when they had that like, Douglas. Co- yeah, they had that they like, Douglas Costa. Um, obviously, Lewandowski. They had um, Coleman, and those 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 players are kind of like similar in the personal where they're good in the air, they can stay wide, they can put bo- good balls into the box, and they didn't come back. So I don't know. Like, I'd I'd say like Atletico are the favourites to to go through in this tie, but I wouldn't be totally surprised if um, Juventus came back. What about you, Johan? Gids? Well, Gids, what do you do? You want to go? Um, I think, yeah, I, I, I think I personally think the tie is done. I'm not gonna lie. I think if when like if I said if there's one team that you don't want to be trying to get over a two goal deficit, it is Atletico. I know they've got Ronaldo and stuff, but I don't even I I, I back Atletico to go there and score. And I think if Atletico can score one goal, um. Mm. Juve need four and that's when it just gets disgusting isn't it so I think the position that Atletico are in they're in a really really good position I think I think it's going to take a near enough not a miracle because it's not that much of a miracle but it will take a catastrophic drop from Atletico for them to drop this because I think they're in a good position and they have players to score so yeah I think I think Atletico go through 
and I think you're in big trouble. Yeah, I I I, um, I can't believe it really because I was fully thinking Juve were going to win it this year. This was going to be the year they do it. Um, but given how the first leg went, obviously it finished two 0 It could have easily finished four 0 if that Morata goal doesn't get called off. And also, you've got to remember that fucking Diego Costa miss, that one-on-one that he just woefully put like five yards wide. They could have, they had, they had some good chances. Like they could have, it could have been four. And to to um, like Gid says, if if um, Atletico score one, Juve have got to go and get four goals. And based off that game, I see no reason as to say why Atletico can't at least get a goal. And I do not see him conceding four. So I'm amazed to say it, but I, I do think there's no chance really. I think it's done. So, I mean, Juve are obviously one of the favourites of this competition, or this year anyway. If they do go out, who are the favourites? I think you'd probably have to look at Barcelona, really. Barcelona, PSG. Mm. Not PSG, City. not for me. City, not for me. I, I think when it comes to the Champions League, I, I, say, I, I, was, I, I was talking to you about it a bit ago, Steve. Like, I think... I know it's not always the case, but I feel like you need to have that experience in the latter stages, and I just don't think PSG or City have it. And I know that I don't agree with that. No, I, I, don't know. Know. I know, I know. Yeah, I think it's much more different than the Premier League, and I think the luck of the draw and stuff like that can allow you thing. can allow you to get to the final and just give you one chance away from glory. Because look, yeah. look at Liverpool and Roma last season. Yeah, yeah but. Liverpool went to the Champions League final with an average age of 26. Yeah, but and then they, once they got to that, they had such a decent run getting there. And then once they got there, you just saw the levels. Like, and I, I know it's not always going to get, they could have won that game maybe on another day. But I, I generally, like, if they said, I, I back teams like Barca so much more than I would a PSG or a City just because they've been there and the, the, the no, the, they've got players in their team that have been in that situation and know what it's about. Do you know what I don't? When it comes to the Champions League, I don't think it's about you being there. I just think about how much. You I, th- I, th- I think I think that I think it definitely helps, but I don't think I don't I don't agree with that. Yeah. I saw Roma knock out Barcelona last last season, and Roma are not accustomed to doing stuff like that, and they got to the semi-finals. I, I think it's just about how much do you want this, and if you're a good enough team and you can beat this team, but then you will. Do it. I, I, I I think it also comes up to matchups. Comes to matchups as well. Well, I just I look at I look at what PSG have done in previous years and what City have done in previous years, and I always feel like they 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 always don't seem to perform when they get to them stages, which is what makes me hesitate to say them teams. And then it, then you're left with your Barca's, your Real Madrid's, and I don't even want to put Bayern in there because they. Do you don't not look, look, like, sorry, do you not feel like you would have probably said the same thing about Chelsea in 2012? Then yeah, 100. percent But in in terms of Chelsea, when they did get to the final against us they gave a good account of themselves. Like, obviously, it went to penalties and stuff. I just think what I've seen from PSG and City, like, for you, who are your who are your favourites to win it? Me? Yeah. Barcelona. Barcelona. Barcelona like, or PSG? Why, why, you put PSG up there? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I just think from what I've seen in previous years, I, I, I can't do it just because of what happens to them. PSG can beat any team in Europe. That's just the way I see it. So yeah, but look, look that, at the, look at the calamity they had last year against Barca. Like, you should, ugh, I know it can happen, but that's just why I can't put them up there because I've seen them do this. They've got a proper manager. Hmm? They've got a proper manager now. They got to, they got they got they 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 reached the semi. They've reached the semis before as well. So it's not like they're like been going out. Man. I'm sorry. 
Sorry, I was thinking of. I thought you were talking about City. My bad. Sorry. So, so, but 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 even but even in case of PSG, obviously, I'm not using it as as an excuse. But obviously, the past two years when I'd say they've had a potential Champions League winning squad, they've come up against Barcelona and Real Madrid quite early. But obviously, it's the thing where if you want to win the Champions League, you have to beat the best. You can't. You can't count. You can't. You can't count on meeting them only in the semi-final and the final, and them getting like you. Like if like if you if you if you if you meet them in the last sixteen, you have to beat them then and there. But that's why with PSG, I'm not. I I I do give them a little bit of like um. What's the, what's the word like? Not yeah. an excuse, but like like leeway. Like I do give them a bit of leeway because they've 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 had difficult ties, but at the same time, you you do have to beat those teams, but. You know what it is? Don't don't get me wrong. Like I'm not saying they can't do it, but it's just in terms of if you was asking me to make a prediction, if I'm going to use logic and what I've previously seen to make that, I can't put City or um, PSG as favourites, and that's why I'd put Barca or Real Madrid ahead of them. Just just if I had to make a get, I'm not saying they can't do it. Just if I had to, would you put this Real Madrid team ahead of? Um... Uh, with, I don't know. With how they've been this season. To be fair, I've not seen a lot of them, but obviously it doesn't sound like it's uh, been too great. But I, st- I still, I don't know, to be fair. I haven't, I haven't watched enough of them. Okay. Um, right, well, who do you think, Steve? Who are your favourites? I don't know. I don't, I don't what, seeing Bayern the other night, I, I know quite a few people were impressed with how they kept a clean sheet and how savvy they were defensively, but I wasn't impressed with Bayern. I thought they were a lot better than... I don't think they gave a good account of themselves personally, no. but they so would definitely. Barca, they haven't. Sorry, go on. Sorry. Barca have Messi, so you know. I, I don't know. I don't think they're great elsewhere, but you know, obviously Messi. Um, probably them two, and then obviously City and PSG. They've got the quality, so I can't think of any others though. Do you guys think that United can turn, overturn it against PSG or that's no way with no the injuries way. now? Bro, no, look no at way. the injuries. Matic going to be playing that game. Pereira is not going to be in it. No, but what I'm thinking is obviously you've got guys like Pereira that's going to come in, and obviously he knows that you're bannering. Let's move on. Oh, <laughs> you're bannering. Let's move on. It was done from the minute Pogba got that red card. You're not going to get two goals against PSG without Pogba for me. But what I'm trying to think is that obviously if you if you play on set pieces, you've got guys that small. Shut up. Stop it. Let's move on. Let's move on. What's next? Mate, that's that's all she wrote from me. Actually, do you know what? Do you know what? No, that's all she wrote from me, actually. Yeah, I'm I'm tired, man. I've got to edit this as well. Please just send it here. But I've got I've got some quick five. Send it to Ade and let him edit it. No, I can't do that. I can't do that. So let me do I've got some quick five questions for for you and Ifa right now. Go on. And then Jordan, I'll go off you next. Okay, so obviously I'm going to make an Arsenal related in it. So obviously, um, yeah. Arsenal won today two 0 But what was the what was the score last season when we played them at Emirates? Six two. What? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, at the oh, end no. of last season, no, we lost two one, didn't we? No, we won two. It was two one. You scored because that that was um Shane Long didn't he didn't he score? Do you saying? Oh yeah. yeah, when Mustafi was doing banter. Yeah, I remember that. Who scored? For us? I, I can't remember. I can't remember. What for us? Yes, for us. Last Mon- season was Monreal. Who? Monreal. Monreal. I feel like it might have been you know, because I mean there was a period where he was netting like that prime Shearer. 
I'm not going to lie, I don't know myself. But yeah, <laughs> you guys do your research on that. Okay. Um, Jordan, obviously, Man United, they've played Liverpool today. Um, yeah, last season, what was the score and who were the goal scorers? What, at home? Old Trafford? Yeah. It's 2 0. Rashford 2 1, eh? No, 2 0. 2 1? Yeah. yeah. Oh, bad. I can't remember. I, no, I, I, I swear you're, the guy was saying 2 0 to Jamie Carragher. Bailey scored an own goal. Oh, yeah. You know what? You know what? When we did, when we was talking about the game earlier and I said about the reverse fixture when Carragher spat, I swear if they said it was 2 0 in that game. I, I thought it was 2 0. I, I, no, I, I swear the guy was going 2 0. Nah, it was 2 1, mate. It was 2 1. That's why yeah. I said it. I, I backed if I saw him, man. All right. Last question. Carabao Cup has just been won by City this season. But who is what team has won it the most times in its history? Liverpool, Chelsea. It's Liverpool, isn't it? I'm waiting for Jordan Humphrey's answer. I, I'll just go Liverpool. I don't know. I'll just go Liverpool. No, what do you actually think? <sighs> well, it's, I, I don't know. I'm Liverpool or United. I'll just I'll say United to be different then. Portsmouth. You're lying, it's Liverpool. I heard the commentator say it today. What's your cheat, Mark? No, I, I just remembered he said it. Yeah, it's Liverpool. But, um, yeah, that's all she wrote, lads. That's all she wrote. Um, right, yeah. Champ and Champ. Champ and Champ. Um, my Champ of the Week. Oh, who's my Champ of the Week? <sighs> who's my Champ of the Week, man? Oh, my Champ of the Week is Raheem Sterling. That penny was emphatic, and I'm just happy he went back to his hometown. I won the cup again there. I love the guy. I love the player he is. And um, yeah, he's, he's my champ of the week, man. Another trophy for his collection. I'm a champ of the week. He has to hold this L. Who? He has to hold this. He has to hold the L. Sorry. <laughs> because I've never seen this in football where your goalkeeper undermines you. Whether or not there was confusion or not, it looked a mess. And that's not what I want to be seeing at top level football at all. So... Yeah, you have to hold that L. Uh, my champ of the week, it has to go to... Oh, what the hell? Oh, okay, I remember now, sorry. Yeah, it goes to Lacazette, man. My nine, saving my FPL to an extent. Obviously, 13 goals in the season now. I think he's like two behind the Bamiyang now, or one behind or whatnot. But yeah, like... <laughs> Yeah, in the Prem. Because he's I think he scored his He's on thirteen goals now. In all comps. In all comps. In all comps. Oh what thirteen in all comps? Yeah. Oh okay. He's not shooting like that, man. Come on. He is, man. What the hell? Yeah, and um my like my um what you call it, my chump of the week was gonna go to um he's on eleven by the way, and he's four behind. So um 11 Premier League goals. Yeah. Decent. And he's four, he's four behind like, um, Aubameyang. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Um, my, 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 um, my chump was going to go to Sky Sports because obviously I heard um, G, like, G Nev was talking smack today. Obviously, Sunez had lost it. And then like, like, why, like, why would you, like, if it's a, it's a cup final, you should be able to make the game available free for everyone to watch. Obviously, like, with the FA Cup and the Champions League, um, BT, they put it on YouTube for everyone to watch for free, like, like how how are you gonna like make people stream a cup final? So I, I, I didn't I didn't like that. Why don't you just buy Sky Sports, bro? Why do I have to buy sports? Why do I have to buy Sky Sports to watch a cha- um a final? Is it their fault that you're broke? Huh? You're money no, because like it, 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 it don't it don't 
Wait, do you, do you guys have BT Sport? You don't have BT Sport. You can't come to I've, me. BT Sport's better, anyway. I've got both. Keep... All right, that's, so you're, you're, you're not paying for that. You're not paying for that. Come on, man. Yeah, no, don't worry about who's paying for it. Get your money up. Yeah, you but can... like, yeah, no, it's, it's, like, it's, it's extortion, man. Like, obviously, like, B, BT Sport, obviously, I've got BT Sports. So I can watch the Champions League final and that, but they, they still put it on YouTube for people to watch, innit? Sky Sports huh? is your chance. Sky Sports is your chump because your purse ain't big enough. Huh? Because <laughs> my purse ain't big enough because they, they, they just had a poor they just had a poor week, man. Like Jerry, um, Gary Neville, Graham Sooners, and them them themselves. Like it's it's poor in it, and also they 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 lost they lost La Liga right last season, so they they just poor. They're not worth it anymore. But um, huh? What did Gene do? I don't know. That's what you lot were saying. Yeah, so many stray bullets, man. Leave him alone, lad. No. no, he was talking about. He said um, he doesn't. He loves like Pogba at the moment, but he's saying he doesn't trust him in regards to his agent and his commitment to the club, which was absolute rubbish. I don't know he why said, he said that. What he does said that mean? Two good months out of three years. That's how he defined Pogba's time at United. I don't understand why people talk about Pogba like this. It gets me so angry. People move like he's been despicable. Yeah, <laughs> like he's had like public spats with the manager and like. Just don't get it, man. You think he'd spat at somebody in public? For real? <laughs> if Pogba had done that. <laughs> oh, wow. But anyway, I prefer not to speak. Yeah, Jordan, who's your chump, chump and chump? Uh, my chump, uh, I'm just going to follow on a bit from what Ife said. I'm going to give it to Sky. I'm going to give it to all the fucking broadcasting companies. I understand you're live and it's difficult, but the production teams, man, I'm sick of seeing what the manager's doing on the bench or seeing a replay while the game's going on in the background and I just want to see what is happening and I've got to watch I've got to watch a manager walking up and down touchdown and I've got to watch a replay of a goal of a shot going out for a goal kick it that, <laughs> on, that really gets under my skin but my um, main chumps are um, Liverpool specifically Carragher and um, Souness like they're so rattled they're just for me the, we were there for the taking today and they they just aren't good enough they're not stepping up I just think they're fucking chumps um, and then Champ Champ I'm, I'm going to give it to Sarri because uh, I, I, re- I really like the guy and I really feel sorry for him and he just uh, today today he could have easily walked out that stadium I thought he was going to do it at one point and he, he said no I'm going to I'm going to stay with this and I'm going to keep going and uh, I, I felt sorry if, for him man so I'm, just, if, I'm if giving had, him it because I like him if he had walked out that would have been it I promise you that would have been yeah. it yeah oh 100% yeah yeah that would have been it you don't come you can't leave your players. That's nuts. No, I know. I know. But something in his head said, no, I can't do this. I'm going back. I the respect back. it. <laughs> I respect it. It was the bag, man. But yeah. You just wanted a sick man. And, and a little bit of gratitude to Ollie as well. Like the injuries he's getting. I, I, I'd say a draw was a good result given the injuries. But I, I, I think Liverpool are more chumps than Ollie being a champ. But him and the coach staff feeling everyone, they can have a little bit of it as well. Yeah. And the I... team, obviously, the players. So, the team and the players as well. Sorry, I'm done. I'm done. Um, my champ of the week is Raheem Sterling. Um, just, I just like the play he's becoming. Obviously, the penalty I, was sensational. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, I remember we were talking about. No, I think it was Addy who was talking about the the future stars of world football, like Martial, Dembele. Last thing when he said Raheem Sterling. And um, I've I've been left with egg on my face because he's he's been sensational. He's getting to a level where you could easily call him one of the best wide men in the world right now. So 
Is he world class quickly? Just quickly. He is, man. He is. I, 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 I don't, I don't see why. I, I can't, I can't say why he's not. Okay, let so, me just say quickly my reason why I don't. I find it hard to give it to him. But if you argue, you can accept it. The reason yeah. it is for me because I look at his overall game, yeah, and I think there's parts that he needs to brush up on in order for me to call him a world class player. Like, can he shoot outside the box? Stuff like that. Like, yeah. I think he. Just, I think I saw. Um, he uploaded a video on Instagram of his shots against the, I think, reserve keeper. And I did not know he could strike the ball that hard. No bans. Like, I don't mean to be... Just just against against like Southampton, 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 yeah. Sorry? Yeah, but, that, but, but what I'm that saying was is... Finesse. That was instinct as well. Like, I mean, literally be like, do you know what? I'm picking up the ball. Bang. Or Shit. stuff like that. Like, I'm not saying this, these are the things that define you and make you world-class, but I feel like... He, but the thing is... Hold on, I feel like there's only one element he has on smash, which is in the box, anything in the box, his decision-making is top-notch and he picks out a pass and he can score. He's got a good finish on him. But I think other than that... Yeah, and he... Man, of course, yeah. But other than that, I think anything outside the box, I don't know if he's like... If he's got more to his game. I don't know, man. It's just... The thing is, I I think think that's down to his shooting technique because... It's something like, like, something like Messi. Like when you see Messi shoot from outside the box, yeah, you don't see it like rocket top bins. It's always like bottom corner or like like mid or like mid height. And like you would like you wouldn't say Messi can't shoot from outside the box. Obviously, apart from like his free kicks, when that those are the only times when I've seen him like hit it outside the box and it's gone like postage stamp. Whereas like Ronaldo, like when like or or not even Ronaldo, other players like someone like Zlatan, when he usually slaps it from outside the box, do you know it's like go, it's like going top top bins. So I think I think it's just more like the way he shoots the ball. I, th- I, th- yeah. I, th- I think he can do it. I'm being yeah, the way I see it is, can can Raheem Sterling go to a team like Real Madrid and still produce the goods? I think he I, can. I, I I question that. I yeah, question I, that. That's one fair question. And for me, if you're world class, you can go to teams like that and still be the same player. I'm not too sure if he can be the same player. Why, why, why don't you think he can be the same player? The system he's in with Pep and what he's required yeah. to do, he does it to an elite level and he looks very good doing it. But when he goes to a team where they don't require him to play that way, can he adapt to like... Which is that like playing like a natural winger? Yeah. I think he can because he's got... He's got like, I, feel, I feel like... To me, to me, like Real Madrid, I think... I think Barcelona are maybe questioning it because their system's a bit different. But someone like Real Madrid... Real Madrid, they're 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 quite a plug like they're quite a plug and play team. Like I think Real, um, Sterling can go to Real Madrid and he literally just be like just playing like a normal winger, like beat a man, create chances, try score goals. And I think he like he he do that. And maybe his numbers won't be as high, but I feel like he like he's still produced to a very good level. I don't know. Like I said, yeah, what are you gonna say? Yeah, go on. Uh, no, I, to be fair, I, I want I, I I sort of struggle to make my mind up on whether I think he is or not. But then. What sways me to say that he's not is because when I compare him to the other wingers in the world and where he is amongst them, when I think of like Neymar or Hazard, Mbappe, people, I don't, I think he's a level below them and they're world class. I think unless they're elite, it depends what your definition is, but I don't think he's on their level, which is why I can't, I don't think he's among them names. You know what I mean? So that's why I don't want to give him that title of world class. Is Salah world class? No, no. Oh, come on. People will, say, world, people will tell you he's world class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fraud. But the thing is, it's hard. I mean, when you see his stats, it's hard to not say that he is. I've, you guys know on this podcast, I've always said that I don't think Salah was. I even said Mane was better than him. I may have lost him. Yeah, I, I, I said that <laughs> as well. You guys, is, I thought about but, Salah. I don't, I don't, I don't rate him like that. But the honest. thing is, I, I, I don't really rate Salah, but he's got, he like, obviously, like, it's just one report. His goal record, 
it's it's like even even this season he's still scoring at a very has, good rate. He has like, so like it's, I feel like it's kind of, I feel like it's kind of hard not to like it's like I feel I almost feel like I'm being disrespectful. I'm just trying to like I keep moving the goalpost as to say why he's not world class. Like it's 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 hard. It's it's he's not got it's world weird, class man. ability. Like no, he's not. No, he's not. No, he's a very limited player. If you watch him, he's very limited. If you take if you take his forty three or whatever goal season it was last year. And compare that with Ronaldo's 42 goal season in like 2008. Like the same numbers they're getting, but you look at what else Ronaldo does. But like, Salah got a lot of assists last season, didn't he? I get, I get, he I does. get. Like, because he gets into a fantastic positions. I feel like he had a world class season. Okay, so not but, a but, you, do, but you, do you not yeah, think yeah. he has? He does some things at a world class level, so you kind nah. of have to like put him in that bracket. His movement, his movements, a one. He's yeah, new, man. You, 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 you got to say he's finished. He's finishing is good as well. You have to. I don't think that's enough. Yeah. You have to. Fam, I look at him and I just think this guy's technically just done out here. Like, I just hate it. the way he plays. I hate. <laughs> I feel like he's so left-footed. I feel like he's yeah. Oh, he makes I me sick. He's so even like the way he tries to shift the ball, like beat it, and yeah. it's just so There's ugly. No, like no source to it. It's just like when he when you see I can't remember. You remember that goal he got where he got like um, goal of the year when he won the Fingy Award. Oh, and that was like, stupid. He's, he's got that neat. No, little, it was like, against Everton. people in the area and stuff, but it's not like saucy. Like he don't do like step overs or skills or it's just it. It's so rigid, quick. isn't it? It's rigid but quick. He's good at dribbling at speed, but it's not. It's not like do you know what I think? Do you know what I think? I just think it's not aesthetically pleasing. It's just not. I think I think that's because he's not like a wavy dribbler. He's like he's more off the ball stuff, like off the ball getting it. Like yeah. okay, last question, <laughs> last question, last question. Salah or Sterling? Sterling. Oh, Sterling. Sterling. That's nuts. I can't lie. That like we have to start a dialogue. But that's all last season we wouldn't have been saying that. To be fair. I think I would. I think I would have said that last season. You know, I don't. I don't know. I don't think. I, 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 I think he's better. I think he's better player. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So wait, you've got one of space left in your left winger spot in your team. Salah or Sterling is available. You're taking. That's, Ster- a, that's a different question. What? That's a different question. What? If I've got, if I've got a sorry right wing in it, I said left wing. Not left wing. I'm taking Sterling. I'm not putting. I'm not putting Salah on the left. Can you imagine? <laughs> All right. Cool. On the right. On the right. Yeah. Right, you're taking Salah over Sterling. Yeah, I'm putting Salah in over Sterling. Yeah, I want goals. So why is Sterling better than him? Sterling's a better footballer than him. Oh, yeah. mm. oh, come on! There's no, he's not. Mm, he's better than him. No, but then, but then it's a bit sticky because you say you'd rather have Salah in your team, like because I want goals. Because <laughs> I want goals. <laughs> But Sterling's better than him. Like Ronaldo, for me, I'll put Ronaldo as my nine. So because I know if what, I had a Messi. So as no, my yeah, I'll put him as my nine. Yeah. But wait, but wait, Steve. I know. I, Steve, I have to counter that because I know if I said to you, yeah, you've got one space left, Hazard or Salah, you're taking Hazard, even though you want goals. So where do we go from here? You're right. It gets sticky, isn't it? You're right. It gets sticky. You're right. Because there's know, no way I'm picking Salah over Steve, um, Hazard. I know you. Steve, you know Ali's listening to this and he's just had a heart attack hearing you say <laughs> Ronaldo over Messi, by the way. Man, 
Well, yeah, let's let's leave that there, man. Yeah, this pod's gonna be like an hour forty. I need, I need to. It's let's good. It. They want to hear it. I need. To, I need. I need to. When yeah. you ever want a short pod? When are you ever listening to a pod and think I want this to end? That's not how it goes. Yeah, you're right. You're right. All right, mm-hmm. thank guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for staying with us. I hope you enjoyed that discussion. I hope you covered some of the points that you were looking forward to hearing. Um, yeah, you know what to do. Hashtag WC Pod. Let us know anything that you want to discuss with us. Add us on our account at the Weekly Canon. <laughs> thank you for joining us, lads. Thank you. And um, yeah, man, we'll be back next week. Take care. Bye bye.